0: everybody welcome to episode 226 of the finger guns podcast my name is roscoe how are you doing i am joined this week by josh thompson hello hello bud how are you i'm good thank you how are you yeah very well very well how has your week been it's uh it's been all right uh, i think
1: last week we were talking about how miles and i were on the cusp of another illness uh and he mm. definitely definitely gave it to me because my god it kicked my ass for the week but um <laughs> i'm on the other side of it now uh and i have had a nice long weekend uh playing what i'll talk about what i'm sure we'll all talk about in about five minutes spectacular
0: um that's <laughs> spectacular see what I did there. yeah
1: maybe uh, amazing no or old <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, you guys. Uh, yeah. you. <laughs> uh, you just heard his voice there. It is the return of Mr. Mars Thompson. Hello again. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Welcome back, sir.
2: Thank you very much. Nice to be back. How's your week been? Uh, it's been chaotic. I'm living in a different house that isn't in Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a TV, which is like one of those old school... Um, it's like about from about 10 15 years ago, I reckon. Um, so I'm kind of making do with like a makeshift gaming situation. Um, but it's been very good, full of good games, and yeah, I'm over the worst of that illness Josh mentioned as well. So apologies for giving it to Josh and moving on with it myself.
0: <laughs> it's the EGX, uh, the post EGX sickness that we all get. Yeah, I think absolutely. It's surrounded by. You know, other humans for so long. Oh, the worst. Oh, the worst. Talking of other humans, but this one's actually a pretty good human. It's the return of cats. Hello. Hello. You've got internet. You're back in the world.
3: Yes. If you're getting down, baby, I want it now. Wow. Baby. She's yeah, that excited. She's bringing back robot. five.
0: <laughs> bringing back five. I love it.
3: So yeah, if you've heard me in your car and I've just shouted out five, don't forget to listen to that at lunchtime if you're on the way to work. It's banging song,
0: mm-hmm. gets you right in the mood. They genuinely have the greatest hits. So uh,
3: is it is it like four songs? Because I, I <laughs> yeah, I
0: I think it's that and Don't Stop Moving, just on repeat.
3: Don't stop moving is from S Club Seven.
0: Wait, keep on moving. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. <laughs>
3: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How are you? I'm good, thanks, dude. How are
0: you? I'm very well. We've had a fun weekend. Um, good. Oh, well, a fun week, I, I should say. I suppose it's been game fueled.
3: It has um, been.
0: So many bloody video games.
3: So many games.
0: Oh, don't know where to start. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been super fun. Thank you for asking. Good. It's a pleasure to have you back.
3: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you?
0: Again, I'm very well, thank
3: you. Good, (laughs) good. I would always ask how you are, Ross. How are you? How are you even more? How are you right now? How are you compared to five seconds ago? I
0: saw a uh, a TikTok earlier of um, Taylor Swift doing your rap with two chains.
3: Oh, that's a really old, 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 old clip, and even her mum's in it.
0: (laughs) Is it like? Is it from Saturday Night Live or something? Or I
3: don't know no, I don't think it is. I think it was just like as a joke. Ju- maybe it is from SNL, but I don't know the origins of it, but I just know that it happened. Um but if you want to see the Saturday Night Live one, that's called Free um, Free Sad Free, Virgins. Yeah, Free Sad yeah. Virgins. Hilarious. That she does with Pete Davidson.
0: Oh man um, shout out to Pete Davidson this week on SNL. He was awesome.
3: Oh, yeah, he, he was great. He was good. He's just good egg. I don't know how he gets so many fucking hot women, but, like, good egg. He is a funny guy.
0: He's a funny guy, and, you know, he's he's successful. Um, and, I don't know. People, girls think he's hot. I don't know what to tell you.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Good and for he's, him. He's funny and hot. seems like a decent dude, so, you know, he's not yeah. going for him. I got nothing but love for Pete Davidson. I think he's awesome.
3: Not yeah,
1: to lower the tone, but I've heard it's Big Penis.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> it. It's that B-D-E... <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Alright. Ban off. enough. Well, you know. enough. He's he's just Pete. He's just <laughs> Pete. And that's enough. Yeah. Pretty much. If you haven't seen the his Barbie parody from SNL, have a look on YouTube or TikTok. You'll find it somewhere. It is brilliant. He's um it's very, very funny. They saw SNL episode this week, it's very funny. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Pete Davidson. Although I could do a Pete Davidson spoiler special one day. That might be quite fun um let's go for game of the week uh josh what is your game of the week that may not be your game of the week but we need to talk about another game of the week that isn't the game of the week so what's your game of the week
1: i've, I've really not been playing anything else okay um oh oh dear i've it's for the second time joe you know i've uh, i played um last week i played Uh, An indie horror game by a developer named Puppet Combo. Or are they the publisher? Man, my head is all over the place. Uh, Yeah, it's a game called Stay Out of the House. Yeah, they did develop it. Um, Stay Out of the House, it's essentially like uh, an escape room type game where it's a first-person perspective. It's very like PS1, VHS aesthetic. Um, And you've just got to escape the house from a serial killer that kind of stalks the house. Uh, kind of if you think of Alien Isolation where they have like these routines and stuff like that um, and you kind of just got to make sure you can find all the items in the house to help you aid your escape um, and yeah there's a few endings to it There, it's very spooky um, it's got really unsettling vibes uh, throughout the game it kind of breaks it down into little chapters, but chapter three is kind of like the main bulk of the actual gameplay. Um, and it's just really great at setting a tone. Um, it's a few, it's a, f- yeah, it's about a year old at this point, I think. Um, and Puppet, Puppet Combo have done like quite a few games very similar. They they call themselves like a triple B movie, um, like a game developer. Uh, and yeah, and um, by name and by nature, it's just very very unsettling and uh, kind of something that I wanted to get into during the spooky season with Halloween. Um, I wanted to play some other horror games and this was first on the list. And yeah, I had a a really good time with it. Um, If you kind of like the PS1 era type games, but like modern controls, and this is exactly for you. Um, It's very grungy. It's very grimy. um, And... Yeah, I had a decent time with it, and I'm looking forward to playing a couple more that I've not checked out uh, from Puppet Combo because they all have they're all very different in um, the sort of genre that they go for. This is a bit more of like a slasher, um, but they go for all different types of genres of horror. And I just just looking forward to playing a couple more that they've got
0: out. Um, Yeah, stay out of the house. I had had a good time with it. It sounds really interesting. What was that other? ps one game that came out this year. I think M- M- Mars reviewed it, possibly? Uh... Is it Something hmm. the Night? Or uh, Stay Out of the House?
2: Or Stay Out of the Night? That one. That's the one that I've just talked that's about. That's the one that Josh was house. talking about. Uh, I'd reviewed one as well that was called something similar, <laughs> but I always forget the name of it. Um, yeah. Hold on. Let me find it quick.
1: I think I Sean might have reviewed a couple back in the day. Um... There's yeah, things maybe. like power drill massacre, oh. nun massacre. Mine
2: was called Suffer the Night. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Worry. That might be the one you're thinking of. That was my PS1 text adventure kind of thing that turns into like a whole first person horror game.
0: Oh yeah, it could be that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, with
1: the creepy guy with the top
0: hat. It's, yes, um, that's the one. The star seems to be coming back. Kind of, kind of, kind of have its own, its own genre now, doesn't it? This, uh, this sort of PS1 esque polygon they- fueled theme.
1: I think so, yeah. Because everyone like around our age, we very fondly remember the PlayStation One, and of course, we can, you know, this week's game uh, can be absolutely delicious in graphics, but there is a nostalgia for the sort of PS One era, and it and it's a very like I don't know, yeah, it's hard to say for for someone that's actually grown up with that sort of game, like there is. It, it's not just nostalgia. It is like an aesthetical choice that is like, to me, very appealing. Um, yeah, there's there's something like kind of like the Silent Hill games. Like, yeah, they're not graphically intense, but they have they deliver on such like a an atmosphere that I think is very hard to get when you're trying to be realistic. So that's sort of like a few, uh, you know, a few ways away from it by being kind of like lo- more low poly. Just mm-hmm. adds to the sort of
0: fear factor of all. Yeah, and there's something warming about the jankiness, I guess. Something kind yeah. of like nostalgic about it. Um, yeah, like
1: tank controls.
0: For sure, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I tried to play Destruction Derby on my PS5 the other day. I was like, nah, this ain't for me. <laughs> it's like I've moved on. We've all moved on. Um, Miles, your game of the week, or should I say? Miles? Miles? Miles! Hello. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Talking of PS1 graphics, I'm just going to assume superb. what your game of the week is. Yeah, that was pretty superb, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
2: I actually have two. So, i give that one for my recommendation. And I'm going to talk about Ghost Runner 2 because that also was embargoed until today. And it's not. Oh, for God's sake,
0: after that really cool I know. segue, it's not even the game. <laughs> Fuck you, Miles.
2: <laughs> I know. Sorry, mate. I'm sorry. I will talk about it for the recommendation, though, I promise. Um, so, Game of the Week is Ghost Runner 2, uh, the sequel to 2020's surprise first-person parkour ninja simulator, um, and to nobody's surprise, it's just as good, if not better. Um, it's a really superb sequel to a really fun game, also an incredibly infuriating game. Um, so, how do I sum this up? I had over 400 deaths, it took me 8 hours to finish the campaign, and I died over 400 times, so that should probably give you an indication of what this game is like. Um, it's still one-hit deaths. Um, There's now a bike that you get to ride around at like 300 miles per hour. Uh, You have to go up on the side of walls and avoid rotating rows of fans that will all mince you into pieces. And there's combat on it. And it's got this really cool system in it where there'll be like laser grids that you have to avoid while riding. So you throw yourself off of the bike, the bike carries on, and you lasso yourself back onto the bike again. And I just cannot tell you how satisfying... And so simple this mechanic is, but it is so, so good to play. Um, the story's kind of not all that. The world itself is really cool and interesting, but the characters are just really bland and the dialogue is kind of boring. Um, but then again, who's playing Ghost Runner for story, you know? Um, but the game itself is just so much fun to play. Um, they haven't added too much in terms of new powers or moves, but you do have more options of how you approach things. You can now deflect and um, kind of parry bullets um which gives you a bit more opportunity to avoid getting killed um and there's a couple of new systems that they've introduced which again kind of open up more options but without diluting the challenge of the actual gameplay itself um so if you're a bit worried about some of the changes that they were putting in making it too easy trust me it's not <laughs> um the game is still quite a brutal challenge when it wants to be sometimes bordering on too frustrating But because of how quick it is to get back into the action and the fact that there's next to no loading screen when you die, um, it's kind of forgivable. You kind of just move through it and just keep dying instead. Um, But I had a really good time with it. And there's even a section in the middle of the game where it kind of does that Uncharted 4, Last of Us 2 thing, where it like opens up a level into like, not open world, but it's like a big hub. Um, You'll be given like three objectives to do. And the game just really shines. It suddenly feels like a sequel. Um, and it really justifies the kind of expansion of all of the mechanics that we already love um, so yeah, I was really looking forward to this one, and it's lived up to my expectations and the hype, so it's more ghost runner, and that's not a bad thing, so yeah, thoroughly recommend it, really good game, Glad it's come out. just
0: don't know why they put it in the middle of every other amazing game this year. <laughs> yeah, the chance is not gonna do awfully well, yeah, at this present moment, but uh, yeah, it did well enough for first something to get a sequel so. Hopefully there's enough uh, of an audience for it that it'll, uh, it'll keep it moving. It's so such a
2: different genre that um, it won't clash with anything else out at the moment. No, very true. But who wants to die 400 times in eight hours? Apparently me, because mm-hmm. I loved it and also hated it. I wanted to smash my controller about four times. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: that's what you get for not completing my awesome segue. Okay, so just yeah. deal with it. Apologies again for that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh finally, Kat, your game of the week.
3: Uh well, this will probably be more like my game of the last weeks without having internet. I won't mention, you know, the big one. Um
0: Pete Davidson. So my game huh? Pete Davidson.
3: Hello. Oh no. Pete, I've da- lost
0: Pete Davidson. Oh, there we
3: go. <laughs> no, the big game silly. Um uh... <laughs> um, so I won't mention that because I know that's going to be a hot topic tonight. Um, but my game of the week, then or weeks, mm-hmm. is that I finally started Cyberpunk. <laughs> Way clap 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 yeah. go um, I unconsciously made my character look exactly like Judy to the point where I thought that um when i met judy i thought that was on purpose i was like oh she looks like your character okay like <laughs> is it like gonna be like part of the storyline um oh, and geez. then i know so yeah that's been really fun to dive into i so no wish it was third person although there was a third person like you know perspective um added in but I do really enjoy it. I really like it. It's really fun. It's really engaging. I do lose a lot of time in it. Um, yeah, it's just good to get into it. It's good to actually experience what it is. I actually haven't, because I've been doing, like obviously, the newly updated Cyberpunk. So doing it properly, um, version whatever it is, 2.5, 2, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I'm having a great time. And I haven't run into a single bug. So they have really cleaned it up. In fairness to them.
0: Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh,
3: Judy.
0: Judy. Judy, Judy. Judy, Judy.
3: Yeah. I'm
0: going to have to start it again now, just so I can meet Judy again for the first time.
3: (laughs) I can't even remember where I'm (laughs) up to, but I'm a solid like seven or eight hours in, not too far. I just, uh, yeah, obviously I need to go back to it. I'll do that thing where I'm like, oh, it's been too late now. I'll have to restart it. And that's a nightmare for me. It's really annoying um but yeah short and sweet that one because everyone knows what cyberpunk's like um and probably everyone's already played it but me so um yeah but it was a good good time and no bugs so far um what about you Ross what is your game of the week
0: well um yeah as we're going to get into our big topic later um i guess my game of the week is going to be sonic superstars
3: Way didn't make online, so
0: that would have been so cool. If we'd uh, that it would have been
3: so cool. Um, it's cool anyway. Tell
0: us, <laughs> it's it's good.
3: Oh, so it's why a, is that like a small infection?
0: <laughs> I wanted it to be amazing, uh, oh. but it's not amazing. But it's it is a it is a good Sonic game. Um It's made by the same people that made Balance Wonderland. If you can remember that, got absolutely tanked on earlier this year or late last year. Um, So hopes were high, but I still had reservations um because of the developers. But they have they've knocked it out of the park with this one. um, In in comparison to Balance Wonderland. Um, It is it is a lot of fun. It it looks absolutely stunning. It's gorgeous. The colors just absolutely pop um on my telly and it's just it's lovely to play. um, Lovely to look at. It's just very convoluted. There's just a lot going on all at once across the screen, and it's very hard to keep track of your own character. Um, there's a lot to collect. There's so many mini games and things, and it just gets all a bit much, um, which is a shame because you just, you know, the wonder of like the great Sonic games like Sonic Mania or Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 was that it's just you versus robotic and all the kind of robots in front of them and just ring collecting you know, it's it hasn't gone back to basics. It's certainly an you can certainly see an an evolution in Sonic Superstars in comparison to say the FSC made was Sonic 4, which was disappointing to say the least. And of course, you know, the, the 3D adventures like Frontiers, which I didn't really love all that much. Um Sonic Forces, which was just awful. And so, you know, this is definitely a step up from both of those, without any shadow of a doubt. It was just it's just all a bit much. And I think I think it makes more sense as a multiplayer game. You know, they've, they've promoted this game as such, and they want you to play it with multiple people. Cause there's so much to collect so much to see in every level that if you're playing it on your own, you are going to miss things if you run through it very fairly quickly, which some people are one to do because it's a son of the hedgehog game. Um, but I think that the multiplayer aspect is is pushed so to the forefront that there's so much to see in each level and something to do that each level takes so long. I mean, I was pushing like seven or eight minutes to to completing some of these levels, and that's a lot for a Sonic game. Um, it's very very long, and the the bosses are not hugely inspiring. They're kind of remixes of things we've seen before. Um, it's not really hugely revolutionary in any way. It doesn't do anything that. You know, classic Sonic has never done. It's not like you know that's a surprise because they're trying to, of course, recapture that kind of magic from the nostalgic days. But it's there's just something missing from it, even though there's so much in it. It's very similar to my complaints with Sonic Forces, which Sonic Forces is just a bad game all round. But I think they had so many ideas and they they threw everything at the board with Sonic Forces and just let all of them stick, let none of them fall to the ground, and so everything, every idea that they had for Sonic Forces just stayed there and it became just a mess just just a jumble of too many ideas and superstars is kind of like that in a way um they have they've definitely chopped back on certain things but i think that it is designed to be played uh with multiple people and um as a single player experience if i'm just a sonic fan sitting here by myself playing the game um that yeah it didn't really hit the highs for me like i was hoping it would um which is a shame because you know you guys know how how hyped i was for this and it was uh it was disappointing, but it's not a bad game. I think it is. It, it is fun in places. Some of the uh, mini games are really fun. The bonus levels are fantastic. They're really hard. Back to the classic kind of bonus levels. Um, and the, again, visually, it's brilliant. I think Sonic's never been better animated. Any of the characters, actually, they all look great. Um, it just, yeah, I think it just needed needed a little bit of a little bit of chopping up just to make it feel like a more cohesive experience. But yeah, it's not. Terrible, by any means. It's it's a good Sonic game. Uh, it's just not a great Sonic game. My review has been written. Um, it should be going live tomorrow, fingers crossed. Um, but, yeah. Mm. Boo.
3: <sighs> oh, that's a shame, dude.
0: Well, uh, we want Sonic Mania 2, Sega. That's Oof. what we want. No,
3: we Bring don't. We want a recap. We want a different game. Right, here's what we want. We want Sonic Adventure 2, but like a different one. That's what we want. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Sonic Adventure 3, essentially. (laughs) It's one of those.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't there already a Sonic Adventure 3, though?
0: I don't believe so. No, I think it stopped at 2.
3: Okay, then, yeah, that's what we want. Sonic Adventure
0: 3. Okay, yeah, let's do that. That sounds good to me. Yeah,
3: thank
0: you. That sounds good to me. Um, All right, then, let's get into the quiz, which Miles has promised is a mega quiz, because he couldn't be bothered to do one last week. So, uh, Miles, let's go. Can I make this four weeks in a row? Let's see, Miles. Miles, I feel like that was a hurtful. I didn't could just go. Oh, yeah. I know no. you. I know. I know. I know. I was being facetious. I apologise. You hurtful. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, okay, so we
2: have got fifteen questions today. Ten of them. Oh based my God. On the Theme. Yeah, we've even got a theme for this one too. I've gone all out for you guys. Um. So, first ten questions are going to be famous catchphrases or famous lines from a series. I don't need the individual game. I just want the series, with the exception of one of them, which I will tell you about in advance. Does that make sense? Okay. And yes. yes, you can squawk. Go for it.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to squawk because I'm on my phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there not
0: a reaction option on the phone?
3: Um, there is, but it's like I have to press it every. Like it's not like I can hover over it.
0: Oh, it's So see. it's like
3: I'll be, uh... I'll be disadvantaged, you know.
1: I think you should just take that as your handicap. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shut, up, Josh!
2: Wow, <laughs> Raining champ, Josh, trying to get every advantage <laughs> you can.
1: No, just fair. So,
2: <laughs> I will accept squawks. Thank you. Okay, are we ready?
3: Squawk!
1: <laughs> Who was that? You don't even know. Uh, I it's I know American that story. that
2: was Roscoe. Actually, I know that that was him. Oh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> I know that sounded like a cat squawk to me.
2: No, no, that was not a cat squawk. <laughs> okay. So, catchphrase slash line number one. Hey,
0: listen. Oh, Ross, you just won that. That's that's what? it's an it's it's, it's it's Navi from Legend of Zelda. It is indeed. Well done, sir. <laughs> uh line number two. What are you
2: buying? Oh Ross. Uh Resident Evil. It is. Well done. Uh number three. Do a barrel roll. Oh my god. <laughs> Star Fox. It was. Star Fox. Fair play. Fair play. Uh number four.
1: Squawk whenever you want, cat. Squawk whenever you want.
2: <laughs> Squawk the whole way through. Uh number four. Objection. Oh my god, Rosco. Uh Phoenix, right, ace turning. Jesus. Oh, this could be over before it even starts. Uh question number five. Hey you, you're finally awake. Ross, you've got your hand up straight away. No, nah, fucked it. Sorry. Uh, oh, dear, Josh. It's Skyrim. It is Skyrim. Well done.
0: I was going to get Zelda again. <laughs> Another one. Go
2: uh, just going to go for Zelda for all of them. Yeah. Um, number six. Have I ever told you the definition of insanity? Or oh, Roscoe? Far cry. Far cry. indeed.
3: Oh, that's said by Vas, isn't it?
2: It is yeah. it is said oh, by us. Oh,
1: <laughs>
3: damn it. I actually like went, oh like really loud because I was just like I know I know who it is. I just couldn't think of it straight away. My brain is like noodles.
2: That's always the worst one when you like know what it is, but it's just not coming to mind just when you need it. Uh number seven. Rip and tear until it is done. Oh Josh. Doom. That is doom. doom. It is doom. Uh, Number eight. This is the specific game, not the the series. I want the actual game itself. Well, you can't just change the rules. I warned you at the start that there was one that I would want the game for. So the rules, I set it out. Okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, Number eight. Nano (laughs) Machines. Son.
1: Josh. (laughs) Well, it's Metal Gear Solid (laughs) Two. No, it's not. No.
2: (laughs) No! it's Squawk!
3: Squawk! Squawk! squawk. It's Metal Gear Solid Three. No, <laughs> I what don't even say- know what you said. It sounded like you said "nano machine, son."
0: Yes, that is exactly yeah. what I said. That is the oh, right, right, Roscoe. fine, okay. Is it Metal Gear Solid? <laughs>
3: no, <my> God, guys.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Is it Metal Gear Solid Tactical s p r Action? No, not that either.
2: Oh, uh, ah, uh, this one was Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance.
0: Oh, uh, <sighs> Senator Armstrong at the now- end.
1: It sounds. It sounded like something Solidus would say. It's been a very long time. Someone didn't get Master Collection early. Mm.
0: <laughs> don't worry, it's going to be terminated tomorrow,
2: Joshua.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, it's going to explode
2: <laughs> on me. It's just going to destroy my console.
1: I hope it does. I hope the whole console blows up. Oh, that's that's oh damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now like that's nanomachines,
1: anymore. son.
2: Honestly, be quizmaster, savage. Uh... <laughs>
0: I kind of you see people's real true mind. sides, don't you? It's uh, shocking.
1: Yeah, like, you feel targeted, man. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, don't side with him because you're winning. <laughs> oh,
0: someone is on a trip tonight. Goodness me. God, I wanted this to make it four weeks. Heated. It's getting heated. You didn't uh, win last week. Yeah, I did. Yogdog won
2: last week. Yeah, the no, official rules stipulates you did not win last week, I'm afraid.
1: No. No, I listen back. You all just basically <laughs> pranked me. So I'll win.
2: <laughs> you got punked. Uh number nine. Oh shit. Here we go again. Rosco.
0: John Fifth Auto San Andreas. There it is. And
2: uh, number ten, there's an either or here. Jason or Sean!
3: Josh. Squawk, squawk, squawk,
2: squawk. Oh <laughs> Josh was just ahead of you, cat. just Fuck you, Josh.
3: It
2: is heavy rain. <laughs> So that is the end of the catchphrase slash iconic line moment. Roscoe, you had your hand up there? I was going
0: to say... Never mind, it doesn't matter.
2: Oh, I'm intrigued. I want to know what your mystery answer was. Uh, That's all right. It's not not as fun as I thought it was. Oh, that's that's sad. Okay, now we've got five regular questions um, and they're a bit of a mix, so this will be interesting. Uh, Question number one. In Ghost Runner, you play as a cybernetic, cybernetically oh, enhanced ninja, but what is his name? Josh. Jack. It is Jack. Jack.
0: <laughs> it's like the lead uh, of Final Fantasy being called Clive. Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> yeah, who would do such a weird thing like that? We saw Clive.
1: We did.
2: Yeah, we oh yeah, yeah. The cast Clive. were there, weren't they?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, this is after the pub, anyway. <laughs>
2: uh, question number two Who is the lead creator and director of the Bioshock series? Oh, Roscoe. Ken Levine. Ken Levine, it is indeed. Uh, as part of the new Microsoft acquisition, how long must Call of Duty remain on other platforms? Oh, oh, Ross was just ahead of you,
0: Oh, Ross. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so
2: sorry. You were so close again. I'm so sorry. Uh, is it, Go is on, it, Roscoe. Is it 10 years? Is it what, sorry? 10 years. It is 10 years. Well done. Yeah. Um, Question number four. From what series does Frank West hail from?
0: Oh, Josh.
1: Dead Rising.
0: It is Dead Rising. Frank. Who would call it Frank? It's like this thing with someone, Clive, when they're in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to really work that one. Um, And lastly, question number
2: five. Oh, yeah you two of you are going to hate me for this. Sonic Superstars features four playable characters. Name them, please.
3: Oh my God, um well, Roscoe, that's
0: unfair. Roscoe you were first basically embargoed
3: a Josh. until today or yesterday
0: <laughs> uh well, there's Sonic the Hedgehog, uh-huh. there's miles Tails Prower, uh-huh. there's Knuckles the Echidna uh-huh, and then there's Amy. There is. Oh,
3: so it's just the fucking normal four then. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah four. literally. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? If I'd have gotten it, that's who I would have likely guessed. But yeah. it's not a fucking point, is it?
1: <laughs> you like how he like slowed down to answer those as well. Oh, just as like, oh, we got like, full, really names well. we got like, full <laughs> middle names. Like, I'm surprised we didn't get <laughs> yeah.
3: like like their maiden names and everything. Oh, hang
0: on, it should be it should, it's, it's it's just Amy Rose. I apologise. Yeah, it's Amy Rose. Uh, we have to take the point away from you. No, i okay, no, I'm yeah. not going to do that. No. Uh, not no, that I mean, it would it actually. Anyway, in this case,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Jen, that would have made
3: it real tight.
2: Yeah, That's it was a real <laughs> close call. This one. Uh, Roscoe, you pos- positively demolished this quiz with a solid 9 points out of 15 in total wow, Holy crap.
3: fair play mate uh, wow. Josh,
2: you got 5 and Kat, I'm very sorry but you got none but you were very close to getting 2 of them I believe
3: brilliant, well at least I was close
2: <laughs> you were close to getting 2 points <laughs>
0: it's good to have you back be- Kat uh,
3: yeah, uh, yeah Cool.
0: thank that's you a- uh, that's, that, that, I feel really awkward now I'm sorry that's good. I'm sure. good
1: no, I'm, I'm gonna be walking <laughs> funny for the rest of the week now. After that,
3: you're gonna be what? Warm and funny?
1: <laughs> I said I'm <laughs> gonna be walking funny for the rest of the oh, week. Walking
3: funny? That. All right. Why? <laughs> yeah. Did that give you a massive hard on? No, because Ross has
2: fucked him so hard.
3: Oh right.
1: <laughs> oh, just got him. Yeah, just got an absolute spanking, didn't we? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you did it. at least you got fucking points. Like...
1: Wow. Well, I, I did say I did offer you to do the thumbs up thing, but you were like, "No, I squawk."
3: Yeah, well, it wouldn't have fucking matter, would it? Really? Let's be honest. <laughs> I fucking still wouldn't have got that fast enough because I'm slow.
2: In fairness, there were some rapid fire hands up in this one. Yeah, there
3: wow. were. Yeah, I
1: think like there was like some hosting advantage there. Ross has like the internet
3: connected. <laughs> did you make the quiz together? <laughs>
0: <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I Miles, don't tell him every Jesus Christ, Miles, we're gonna get in trouble. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm not supposed to say that. That was embargoed, wasn't it? <sighs> it was just you know, we had to stop Josh's rain. Otherwise that he would it. have been his heavy rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was Otherwise, good. He would have been interminable, so you
1: know. I'm not that insufferable of a win. He no. he
0: claims to win a quiz that we never did. That's how bad he is. <laughs> no, no, we did do it. You're on it. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. Three well, weeks. thank you very, thank
2: you very much, Mars. Well done, Roscoe. Well played.
0: It's nice to be back on top. Feels good not to be the long. king. Not for long. Here we go. Fucking fighting talk. Bring it on, Josh. Bring it on. <laughs> in 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 the meantime, let's all be friends again and talk about the news. And well, there's not a lot of news. So, but. So, but, yeah, that's very good English, Ross we're, we're going to talk about Spider-Man 2, because that's what we've been playing this week the most. It is probably the biggest release of the year. It hit 2.5 million sales in 24 hours, and is the fastest-selling PlayStation exclusive in history, which is absolutely insane. Um, it's doing massive numbers. It's done reviews hugely well. We did not get a code, so we haven't got a review coming, but we're going to talk about it now, if, in case you were wondering what we thought of the game. So, I'm going to throw it over to, uh, to K-Dog. Spoiler free, what are your thoughts yeah. so far on the almighty Spider-Man 2?
3: So, um, yeah, I really, really like it. I'm really glad I'm playing it. The opener was incredible. Like Josh had kind of warned me that he'd gotten quite emotional um in the opening and then I was like, Yeah, 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 cool, yeah, yeah, and then I got quite emotional and I was like, Wow, that was really good. he was like, Yeah, I told you. Um the opening is cracking and that was just like insomniac being like, Aren't we fucking amazing? Yeah, we are. I'm gonna show you that we are. Um, I'm not too far into the I mean I'm I'm like a third of the way through potentially, maybe just over. Um, I've got, like, I've got some disgruntlements, but, like, for me, it's not a perfect game. But it is a solid 9 out of 10 so far. Maybe the story will change and it will um, turn into a 10 out of 10 as it stands right now for me. It's a 9 out of 10. I did get something spoiled, I think, this morning on TikTok. Like, if you're... Oh, do you know what? Just a, a blanket rule at the moment that should be a thing of, like, just decent etiquette. If you post spoilers, either on TikTok because you cannot choose to like, it's not like it's Twitch where you have to log into the specific channel to actually view it, so you don't actually consent to fucking viewing it, or Twitter, you're an asshole. It has been two days. Nobody should be seeing spoilers about something that came out two days ago. Like, you're just an asshole. And so me and Josh were talking about this, like... Pressure to race to the end, and now I might stop doing side stuff because the longer it goes on, the longer I'm at risk of being spoiled. It's like, oh, you could just get off the internet. Yeah, I could, but it's 2023. Who's going to get off the internet? I don't know. <laughs> um, I have one little bugbear. It's not quite a spoiler. It's not a story spoiler. Can I say it? Can I? Can I? Can I like, I don't know, air it out and um. then cut it out if you think it's a spoiler?
0: Yeah, I don't think... Like, apart from major beats in the story, I think Insomniac have let loose a few things already that we can probably
3: talk about. this This isn't a story spoiler, more potentially a content spoiler, but not really. Something that has disgruntled me slightly is the skill tree. Why am I gaining points to get a skill that I already had, in Miles Morales and Spider-Man 1. (laughs) Why is that happening in the second game? Because, like, it's nine months later. What's he done? Hit his fucking head and forgotten it. Like, I don't understand. And the thing is, the thing that I love doing is halfway down my skill tree. Why is it four or five things away in my skill tree? Like, that should be, like, an automatic unlock in your first tutorial, like, or part of the tutorial because you've already done it. Like, having it halfway down your skill tree... It's not fun. It feels like DLC. Like you've now made the game feel less of a sequel and more like DLC. Um, that's my only disgruntlement right now, actually. And maybe there's a lot more fighting. Like there was a couple of side missions where I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a cool mini game about this," and it was just more fighting. And I think it was yesterday. It was really late at night, and um, I just done seven rounds of something in a, in a particular mission, and I was like, <laughs> more fighting in this fucking mini game. Um, but no I am really enjoying it and I think the combat does make you feel very very badass like I love that I'm playing it like you don't get many moments where you want to I guess savour the game this is the first time we're going to play this the only time it's going to be the first time of playing the sequel um, and who knows this might be you know I don't know how many sequels there are going to be of this particular game and there's not many sequels now for us anyway that we're really buzzing to look forward to in the foreseeable. Um, So this is very special and I'm really, really excited and I'm still very excited to be playing it. There's something that's so calming about like web winging through the city. Um, Yeah, so there's really cool mechanics. There's really cool stuff. Solid 9 out of 10 for me. It's pending. It might change. I'm still only a third of the way through. Um, But yeah, love, 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 love that we're here. Love that we're doing it.
0: Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Oh, I just want to play it right now. Should we start the podcast <laughs> and let's go play it? Sorry, guys. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you later. Um, Josh, what are you making so far of Spider-Man 2?
1: I can't lie. There is about 5% of me that thought about ditching the pod to just have <laughs> the rest of Spider-Man. Um, I think I'm at the last stretch now in terms of story and side stuff, because I've kind of... Um... Yeah uh this isn't a spoiler the there's a load of side things that you get to do around the city those unlock as you progress through the main story so every every time I've been getting to a new checkpoint so to speak I've been doing the side stuff cleaning it all up and then carrying on with the story with the story when I'm free um and in that I have spent 20 something hours I think so far um and I think I'm near the end now. I'm, I'm definitely in third act. I don't know how much I've got left. Um, I think it's probably one of the best, if not the best superhero game that you could play. Um, I do, however, think it's probably not the best Spider-Man I've seen. Um, that's not to say that it's bad, because it's far from it. It It is stupendous. Um, but there's just a lot that maybe Insomniac could have held back on um, before the release of the game that might have made some moments sweeter. Um, and I think the story hasn't gripped me as maybe like the first one has. Um, and I don't know what... I can't quite put my finger on what, why that is. I don't know if it's because... Um, In that time of playing the first one, you've had Miles Morales, which I thought was a stronger, more contained story. Uh, We've also had two Spider-Verse films, which I think are the pinnacle of adaptations of the IP. Um, And Insomniac have kind of played it safe with this game. And safe's never bad, necessarily. Um, I just think that, I mean this could all change right at the last moment for me in terms of if it um if it does go buck wild um but yeah it's very safe with the with the IP and they I think the best thing that they've done is made the story live a little bit more in slower moments and let people kind of uh learn about these characters in a more meaningful way and then tying it through gameplay um like say the you have like a set of side missions where you're the friendly neighborhood spider-man and that literally is what the title that is literally is what um kind of spider-man is about It is about the stories within the people of new york and you get to live out some of those moments and they are not tied to the story but they have their own little references to maybe the first game or they're just self-contained stories that are just nice little tidbits that just add to the personality of the characters and just bring so much more to kind of what gameplay could be that's tied to side stuff or collectibles or what have you that isn't just picking up a backpack all right let's go to the next backpack from like the first game um so I think they've weaved the sort of open world stuff really nicely within um, little stories that you can experience whilst experiencing the main story at the same time. Um, and I think that was expertly done. Um, and yeah, the gameplay is sharp. The web swing is the best web swinging that's ever been. Um, and it is gorgeous. I'm using the fidelity mode with uh the variable variable refresh rate uh so i've got 120 hertz running at 4k with the um with the ray tracing on and man that is such a sweet middle ground of performance and uh visual fidelity that i don't think many other games are able to pull off um especially with the ps5 um it's insane um so yeah it's a prestige title I don't think I'm as over the moon as everyone else is about the game, with in terms of like critics giving it like lofty scores. Um, but that might just be my expectations being way too high because Spider-Man is probably my favourite superhero. Um, yeah, so I am loving it. It's just it's a, just a very good popcorn game. Um, you don't really need to invest too much of yourself in it. It's just so much fun to play,
0: yeah, and that's the big thing about it for me is that it's just so much fun um mm-hmm. I haven't stopped grinning or sort of all the way through um every single level seems to be a set piece, like a massive <laughs> massive kind of event, um and you know you you don't stop kind of like giggling like a like a school going, this is so much fun. This is so ridiculous, um, I agree with the web screen. I think it's fantastic. I really like the um the wings I'm kind of I'm not great with them yet. I really want to master it. um, my sword is a trophy connected to the web wings, so yeah, I want to make sure that I'm sort of good enough in order to pull that off. but yeah, I'm having a great time uh where am I? It's not really a spoiler, I suppose where I am um if you remember where the last showcase uh the fight against the lizard that's I've just done that, so I've um. I've got to that point and that was crazy. Um, I was having such a great time with that. I really didn't want it to end. It's a shame that I'd already seen it because I sort of knew when it was going to end. I was sort of like waiting for the moment, but it's, um, it's great. It really is just so, so goddamn good. something could have really taken what was so great about the first one and really elevated it to, to this, this level. Um, I sort of agree in the sense of the story. I don't think it's as compelling as the first one uh yet but again I, i'm not entirely sure where i am in the story so i've got you know i've got you know a few hours a fair few hours to go i think um uh craven is really interesting i don't know how he has so many hunters um they seem to be absolutely endless um uh, but yeah that's part of the course in this kind of game you sort of need unlimited enemies for spider-man to uh to bash uh so it's something that i kind of question when i'm playing it but obviously go you know, well, ross don't be so stupid it's just just video game logic um yeah, it's it is really interesting. I'm I'm really enjoying the performances. I think more than anything, I think Yuri Laurenthal has done an amazing job as Peter Parker, especially the more kind of he turns a little bit darker in the mid part of the story, um, as it gets a little bit more intense. Um, I think he really pulls it off really really well. Um, some of it, a little bit is a little bit OTT, I think. Um, but so far, I'm having a great time with the characters, primarily more than anything else. But yeah, I just I turn it on and I just have a great time. It, regardless of what I'm doing or where I'm going. And, you know, being able to swing around a, a massive new part of New York, being able to run up the side of the Avengers Tower again and jump off and see how many, you know, see how many tricks you can do before you land. You know, it's just those those little things, you know, collecting spider bots. I'm having a great time doing that. So it's um it's just a it's just a playground. It's an insomniac playground. And they've taken, like I said, what I think was really fun about the first one and just Elevated it. Um, It's, 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 I think probably, I don't know if I love it as much as the first one yet. Um, Again, the first one ended in such a beautiful way that it really will depend on how this one sticks to landing to see where it lands between the two. Um, I'm certainly enjoying it more than Miles Moranis, but I think it's because I enjoy the camaraderie between Peter Barker and Miles the most in this one. I think um, their relationship is the core of the whole thing. And it really, plays out very, very well, I think. Um, I think there's, yeah, I don't know. I can't really talk more about that without spoilers. Just trying to think, my head's rushing, there's so much I want to discuss. But yeah, I'm really finding it just so much fun. And I think that's the first time, I think, this year, I found a game this fun. I think it's such an important part of the Spider-Man games. Um, you know, I could spend hours just, just swinging around, and I did that for the first game. You know, I think I clocked over 70, 80 hours in it and I think the game was 100%ed by 30 hours uh, because I just had such a great time just flying around and doing the crimes. And now I've got so much more to do and there's so much more to find and more to discover that, you know, it's just, I can't imagine how long I'm going to, how much I'm going to put into this game because I think there's going to be tons and tons of things still to do when the story is over. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to flattening it, looking forward to getting it all done. Um, but I don't, again, like I say, I, I say that, but I don't want to rush it, you know, um, I don't really see a huge on huge amount on the horizon except for maybe COD and the Avatar, but they're still weeks away. So I've got plenty of time to kind of sit down with it and really, really explore it and just have a great time with it. Because so far, it's it's awesome. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the suit collection. I don't know if you guys are like this as well. There's only one or two that I kind of use. Um, have you got a favorite suit? Either of you, Kat? Have you got a favorite suit that you put Peter and Mars in?
3: sorry um i kind of have to make it look like it's the thing so like i can't put them in the tracksuits or anything like that Mm. like i will go with like a shiny version of red and blue for peter and like a shiny version of black for miles um but other than that i don't really stray too far away from the originals just because otherwise i feel like it looks out of place yeah that's some cool stuff on there though like there's one where you can like make him completely yellow and i'm like well he's not a fucking power ranger
0: <laughs> did you get the, delu- the deluxe edition with the additional suits
3: no i didn't know okay.
0: no okay well those suits are terrible i really wish i didn't do it
3: oh yeah. that's a shame
0: <laughs> some of them are really strange some of them are just like they're just they they, they they don't feel right in the world do you know what i mean yeah
3: that's what i mean yeah like i can't like that's like a real like one where he's got like a man bun and a bandana, and I'm just like, no. Yeah,
0: yeah. And like, when not you my Spidey. Yeah, exactly. Not my Peter. And when you put him in like the weird suits, and then the cutscene starts, you're like, oh, this looks ridiculous.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's really bad. Uh, yeah, uh, Josh, have you got a favourite suit? I I'm kind of with you.
1: Um, I have seen. I'd say, well, I know because I've been told the figure because it tells you the percentage of which suits you own. I'm I'm about 96% of each, so I've got like one suit left of each person. Um, uh, I have a weird thing where if it's not part of the story, I can't wear another suit. Um, sure, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Like, in that world, I need them to be the character that they're supposed to be. Um, that's kind of like post-game stuff. And I I agree with you. I'm a little bit disappointed with um, with the selection. Uh, uh, Oh man, there's a lot that's just you've already seen from movies and stuff like that. And um, I just wish they just like I know you guys are like complaining about sort of the ones that don't look realistic. And like, yeah, to to a point, I agree with that. But I also like the ones that go a little bit out there. And I think Spider Man One had loads of uh, suits that um just were really cool in design and kind of drew from a lot of like the more obscure comic book runs of spider-man uh and put them into the game in such a nice way like and i think that paved the way for a lot of people to be introduced to maybe the spider-verse characters as well um but this one it, it looks very sony like remember all the movies we've done uh Here's all of these suits, pretty much, and you they take a good chunk of the suits that could have been in place for something more, kind of like inspired by the comics or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I I'm just impressed with how the um, the standard suits look. To be honest with you, I think uh, Peter Parker's like um, the suit you start with. Just the sort of material that you can see that off the suit looks so much more like realistic and like like a suit as opposed to it it, it looked quite plasticky in the first one and now and especially like Miles' is out as well. They just look like fabric that they've got on top that's got a little bit of tech on it. And yeah, yeah I think that speaks to the fidelity of everything as well. It's just how incredible they do look
0: yeah um there is one um i don't think it's spoiler because it, i think it was in uh, Mars morales it's the um the one where he's got like a a headset rather than a mask and it's, oh, it's like yeah. it's like digital mask uh there, there there are three variants and the purple one is so cool so i've had him going around in that one for a while but uh yeah with peter i don't know more I'm more strict when it comes to Peter. I think it's you know there's a there's there's a certain story beat where you have him in a certain suit, and I can't take him out of that suit whilst the story is that because <laughs> it's just like I can't. It's just be weird. I think I think I'll, I'll be going against what the game wants me to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah, but yeah, I've still got a fair have still got a fair few to unlock actually, but uh, I've uh, having a having a blast finding them all. But yeah, um, I do like the 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 og ones particularly the uh, the advanced suit 2.0 i think is the one they've called it for this one is uh, is great the one with the big white spider i think that's awesome um i remember like when it was first revealed we were like what the hell is that big white spider suit i'm not sure about that uh, and now now it's like it's so iconic it's uh, it's difficult to put down i mean you can pick
1: them out in a lineup in the films
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely Absolutely, it's great to spot him in the in the background of the Spider-Verse movies for sure. Yeah. Um was it in Far From Home as well? Am I crazy? Or was it in Far From Home?
1: I don't know about that, but it's definitely in
0: the Spider-Verse films
1: in the background.
0: I think there was a scene where Peter was making a suit on a on Yes. The jet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. And it was just in the selection, but yeah, I could be wrong. I feel um, like
1: he even made a comment like, no, nah, I wouldn't never do that.
0: <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, I'll, oh, damn it, I'll go and have to watch Spider-Man again. Oh, well, never mind. What a damn shame. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I reckon we could probably get into a spoiler chat down the line. Uh, we could a pods to really get into the nitty-gritty of the story if, if you're up for it at some point. Uh, yeah, once, we've all, um... once we've all completed it. Once we've all sat down with it and uh, finally uh, finished it off. And that'll be really fun, I think. But, yeah, that'll be... That'll be down the line because we all got to finish it first. Um, Miles, I'm assuming you haven't touched it yet. Have you touched it yet? Uh, I've done the opening and the fidelity of the
2: TV that I'm currently playing on is, it's not bad, but it's not what I want it to be. So I've decided to hold off until I can play it on a TV that will do it the justice that I want it to. I will say from the, I know, I will say from the hour I've played of it, I just adored it. Like, I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite superhero, just like Josh. And, like, the first one just was one of those times in life where you just, like, get giddy and you feel like a kid again. And I know I will have the same feeling with this one, and I don't want to have a subpar version of that feeling. So I've decided to hold off. But from what I've played so far, I very much think it's going to be a game that I am going to adore every part of. And I totally hear some of the criticisms I've seen a bit online about some of the stuff people don't necessarily completely appreciate. I think in my case, I'm not going to be particularly bothered about those those issues. So, And some of the suits I think look dope, so I'm actually quite looking forward to just getting in there and throwing on a really cool suit and just slinging around the city and having a great time. So yeah, I'm going to hold off for now, but I am very very, very excited to jump in properly when I can.
0: Some of the suits are great. Some of, the, some of them really are awesome. But they're some, I know some of them are from the um, the comics, but I know some have been designed by either Insomniac or people that they've brought into design suits. And I'm like some of them are like, nah, I can't, I can't have my Peter go around like this. Sorry, guys, it ain't working for me. Like, firstly, <laughs> canonically, I'm like, well, in in, in my story canon kind of in my head, where did he? Where the fuck did that suit come from? <laughs> where did he make it? It
2: kinda, doesn't make sense.
0: Doesn't make any sense. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to you uh, trying it out. I'm also you, with I'm with uh, Josh. I'm I'm also uh, playing 120 hertz with ray tracing ah! and uh, VR, which is just I don't really know what that is, but I've turned it on and it makes it look pretty. So I'm like, cool. That sounds good to me.
2: That's um, that's exactly yeah.
0: what I want to. So yeah, looking forward to it. Stunning stuff. Well, yeah, we'll have much more on Spider-Man too, hopefully uh, in the future. And the more we get into it, like I said, if we do, we'll, we'll finish it off. Uh, Reasonable pace, we can get into a a story, spoiler special, and actually really get into the nitty gritty of the game because it would be a a lot of fun. It's not often where we all play the same game, um, at the same time, so it's um, it's it's nice when something like this, something big like this, comes out and we all get to have a sort of our own opinion on it. So um, I like it when that happens. it's nice to have a good old chat about it. But there is other news this week, and i want to go straight to Mars on this one because it pertains. To you, somewhat, I would, I would, I would say, oh, uh, because I knew you weren't going to talk much in Spidey, so I thought I'm going to throw in a, a Miles news story, um, just to make it, just to make it a little bit even. So, oh, thank you, man. Hideo Kojima's name is not mentioned in the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection's new credits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, from uh, VGC, of course, because when the fuck do I go anywhere else? Hideo Kojima isn't named in the new credits of Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume One. Kojima, whose relationship with Konami went sour during the development of Metal Gear Solid 5 and led him to cutting ties with the publisher, isn't named in the credits for the new collection. This has been confirmed by multiple players who have received early copies of the game and are streaming it on Twitch. Kojima's name still appears in the credits of the individual games themselves, as the simply ports of the original games with little alterations, but the wrappers for each game, which contain their own credit scenes, do not mention Kojima, nor do they mention David Hayter or the rest of the cast. Instead, the collection's new credits simply thank all original Metal Gear series staff and fans. Hmm. So, as a man who has been playing the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection all week, kind of, um, what do you get to spare? Five minutes, one but imagine. Um, <laughs> and of course, so you're a lover of Kojima and a lover of the series as a whole. Um, how do you feel about this?
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of a tough one because in some ways. Uh... I don't want to justify it because we all know that the Konami fallout was not pleasant in any singular way. And they were, um, how do I put this mildly? They were dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got no um allegiance towards Konami. As you said, I'm a huge Kojima fan, and you know, in that whole fallout, I think the majority of fans were very much with Kojima um when it happened. Um, that's not to say Kojima was faultless, though. I think that needs to be acknowledged too. He wasn't faultless in the whole thing. Um, but Konami's handling of it was just terrible, just absolutely abysmal. Um, but in regards to this, it's quite interesting. So basically, I think what this boils down to is when you load up any of the master collection versions of these games, you'll be met with like a almost like a like a gateway um for each game, which has been built for this master collection. And effectively, you'll get access to, like, the master book. Um, you can change languages. You can download different kind of download packs for, um, I think, some of the language options. And you can also access straight to, like, the VR missions without having to go through the main games loading. Um, and that is new. That's kind of the new part, and that's literally all it is. It's like a gateway with some cool art to it and a few options you'd select from. Um, then when you load into the game itself... It's as it's always been. So Kojima's name and Kojima Productions are all over the original um, games still. Um, So like when you fire up Metal Gear Solid 2 or 3, you'll see Kojima Productions um, in the credits in the game itself. You'll see him and his name and all of the original teams and voice actors. Um, It's just in these new gateway sections where they have credits. It doesn't credit them, as far as I'm aware. Um, Which I guess they kind of wouldn't because Kojima and his team weren't neither weathercast involved in making these gateway sequences. But also it just kind of seems a bit stupid not to put it. I don't know. I'm a bit like a part of me is a bit like they've probably just done it because it's easier and more efficient than having to go through and list every single person who was involved in the original project. Um, And easier just to put a single message to them all. But also it just comes across as a like another middle finger up at Kojima unnecessarily. I, I think it's kind of being blown out of proportion a little bit because in the games themselves, Kojima's name and the credits are still there present and accounted for as they should be. And that matters more to me is that the original games have been preserved and the credit is given there. Um, I think in these gateways, their argument would be, well, none of them worked on creating these gateway sequences. That's what these credits are for. Um, and we just did a thank you as like a courtesy to them. Um I don't know if that will fly for everyone, but for me, it doesn't feel too egregious. I think it would have been nice if they had credited Kojima and the cast properly within that. But I also think they don't really have to. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's been overblown a little bit, but I also do understand some of the sentiment. I think people are still just very angry at Konami and that's kind of coming through within this. Um, But yeah, I've got to admit, I didn't actually notice it because I didn't bother watching the credits in the Gateway sequences because why would I watch credits instead of just going into the game and then finishing it and then watching the credits there if I was going to? Um,
0: So I guess it didn't really affect me either, if I'm being honest. Mm. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, I suppose, you know, Konami are under no obligation, of course, to do that. Um, Mm. They don't have to credit the original cast for their new stuff. But without the old stuff, there wouldn't be any new stuff. It's uh, it's, uh...
2: It's a a tricky one. one.
0: Mm. So, yeah. Oh, what I was wondering about this more than anything. Is the relationship right now with Metal Gear and Konami? Mm-hmm. Um, I know people super excited for Snake Eater, as they should be. Um, but for this collection, how do you think, in terms of sales and in terms of where people are right now with Konami and Metal Gear? Do you think that's gonna? Do you think that will hurt the franchise? Do you think people are just that excited to play these new games again that it won't really matter all that much? I'm going to be honest,
2: I don't think this is going to have much of an impact in terms of like this kind of controversial topic to it. I don't think that's going to have an impact on the sales itself. I think people who have been burned by Konami won't be coming back. And I think fans of Metal Gear who love the games that much will come back anyway. Um, I think for people who are newcomers to the series, this is a wonderfully good opportunity to play them all or at least a good chunk of them in one go. And I don't think they'll be invested in what happened between Kojima and Konami unless they've heard about it somewhere down the line. Um, so I don't see it having much of a significant impact. I think the the collection itself is an excellent like deal in the sense of the quality of the games you're getting. There's five games in here, two digital books, um, and like a soundtrack. Um, you can get some bonus tracks if you pre-order it as well. Um so, you're getting a lot for, I think it's 50 pounds. You're getting a lot of game. But I think the argument's more going to fall down to what have Konami done to justify re releasing them all again at 50 pounds? Because two and three are straight ports from the HD collection. So, all the work was already done about 10 years ago for them. And Metal Gear Solid One now runs at 30 FPS, um, allegedly. Ooh. Allegedly, anyway. Um, <laughs> and it's been upscaled to some degree but also again the game itself and everything else has been left completely intact um you do get access to all of the original vr missions from metal gear solid one all the vr and bonus content from metal gear solid 2 um including the snake Tales. and metal gear solid 3 also has all of its bonus features like the the theater and like extra deleted scenes and all that kind of thing um So Metal Gears 1 and 2 are also in here. They're ball-bustingly hard if you play them in the modern day, Um, but they're also very good for games of their time. Um, So there's a lot in the package which is inherently great, but the argument could be made of that's not really anything to do with the collection. That's just that these games were awesome, and Konami's just pumped all the code together into one big download package, basically. Um, So I think there is going to be a bit of debate around the quality of this because you either take it from the perspective of the quality of the, the package in the remaster which isn't really a remaster it's just a collection Konami have been upfront about that um or you take it from the perspective of the quality of the games that you get within this package for the money that you pay which is how I approached it in my review um but I think people will very justifiably take it the other route which is what have Konami done in this package to justify and is this package worth the money that you're paying um and I think it just brings up that question of what is like what should we expect from a remaster or a collection and what is worth our money in the current time. It's it's quite a difficult one, and I don't think there is a right or wrong way to approach it. But I think this collection will sell fairly decently. I don't think it will do incredibly, but I think it will do pretty well. And I think Konami are using it as an opportunity to fund probably more of the development for Metal Gear Delta. Um I think Konami are just dipping their toes in the water and trying to get some fans back on side. And this is an easy win. You bundle five of the games together that everyone loves, let them play them and enjoy them and get all the nostalgia hit. And then you hit them with a remake of three, which is a beloved one. So I think as far as their approach, they're taking the safest route, but also it's the route that's going to garner them some good, some good reaction. And if they nail the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, then who knows what could happen for the series from then. So I think they're just opening a door for themselves, but they're just
0: gently nudging it out as opposed to slamming it open and hoping for the best. <laughs> nice. I like that. Like, guys, this is Metal Gear Solid Collection. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> <Close the door. laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, it's kind of like, we know you hate us, so we're just going to throw
2: this out to you. Have fun. <laughs> and then we'll come back in a few months and tell you about something that you might like. Bye. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So interesting. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pay attention to the to the uh, the first week sales because I think it's gonna be really interesting to see mm. how this is going down. Um, it's had good reviews. It's got a nice. I think it's eighty on Metacritic or seventy nine something like that. So that's pretty yeah. good. Um, a little lower than what you gave it, but that's interesting. But that's fine. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And I think, like I said, a couple of the. The lower reviews were based on that kind of instead of the quality of the game what is the quality of what Konami have done with this package um mm. which again totally fair to review on that basis i think you're going to see a lot of polarization of the high scores will be these games are incredible and this is the best place to now play them all versus the this package isn't really amazing even though the games are great this package isn't worthy of the money kind of thing yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, it'll be interesting, but it can't do any worse than Metal Gear Survive. So you know that's always a plus. <laughs> the bar is so low; they can't really fuck it up from there.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, if you, of course, you know they are coming out individually as well. So if you want to dip your toe into like Metal Gear One or Two or Three, whether before jumping into collection, you can do that as well. They're all available tomorrow or today, as they come out today. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty pound a pop, I think. One, two, and three each, which mm, it isn't which... too bad.
2: Yeah, it's probably a little bit pricey given that there's not really many upgrades to it. But for the amount of content you're getting, it's pretty good. And MGS One mm. is the big one because it was the one that you currently couldn't play backwards compatibility. So it's nice to have that back, even if the frame rate doesn't always hold up. Thanks to Vulcan Raven. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm tempted to get MGS One, but I've, I've got Spidey, so I will play MGS One down the line when it's like twelve ninety nine on the store instead of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, pick them up on a sale. If you can get like the whole collection for like, I don't know, 20,
2: 25 quid, you're on to a winner. Like, that's dozens of hours worth of game. Sure.
0: Sure. Um, Yeah. All right. Uh, Kat, have you got any thoughts about this? About uh, Kojima's mission, about the sales of Metal Gear? How do you feel about um, the fan base right now, et cetera? Um,
3: I don't know. I feel like. I feel like it was sold potentially to be a lot more marketed to be a lot more than just the three games together. Um, but that's probably going to cause like Miles was saying, it's probably going to cause a lot of controversy of like, yes it's the collection but that's that's all it is. So if you already own the three games cool. <laughs> um, you can play them on your respective consoles at your respective times. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There was a lot of hype, there was a lot of I don't know if the fans will feel like there just could have been something that little bit more. Um, yeah, no thoughts really. I know that Mars is the master of Kojima, so I will leave all of that with him.
0: Indeed, but I didn't want to leave everything <sighs> out. Ah, you know, uh, bless them. you. Uh, Josh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you want to round us off? I'm sure you've got your thoughts on this as well. I know you're also a Metal Gear aficionado.
1: Yeah, um... Watch this space for Konami. Uh, they're a business art at the end of the day and they're making business moves to make money. Uh, I think this goes entirely with the Silent Hill stuff as well. Um, it's it's just a business play trying to capitalise on the IPs that they know sold well back then and they're probably still, still selling well right now. Um, the proof is in what we're going to get. Uh, with Metal Gear Delta and Silent Hill 2 remake, Um, that's going to be the true testament of whether or not they give a shit about the fan base or they are just cash-grabbing. So, yeah, wait and see.
0: All right. Yeah, Metal Gear Delta is very exciting. Um, No release date, is there? They didn't say anything. It's just coming at some point in the future. Yes, yeah. it's gonna come eventually, apparently. Yeah, I reckon quick. a win-
1: window of next year.
0: Mm, I don't I don't I don't remember seeing one. I reckon next year is is likely. But um hmm. I, I don't think we'll a- anything's been made official yeah. We shall see. All right then. Um following on then from Xbox's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Of course, Phil Spencer is now getting all the questions about what games are you gonna bring out again, or what games are you gonna bring to Game Pass, etc. etc, etc. Um, he's been chatting to uh, the Xbox podcast all about this, and it's a very interesting episode. So um, if you go and check out the official Xbox podcast, um, the episode, the latest episode of Phil Spencer is very, very interesting. Uh, what I wanted to do, I thought might be, might be quite fun, is to go back into the history of Activision games and see which ones our team would like a revival, remake, remaster, et cetera, of, from the history of games that haven't yet been out already. So, you know, I don't know. Crash has already been done. Spyro's already been done. There's a fair amount out there that has already been done, including Tony Hawk. So I don't know how much is really left, but there could be some hidden gems in there. Uh, Okay, do you want to start this one off? Evidently not. That's fine. Cat?
3: Cat? 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 Oh, I've just been talking for ages and (laughs) Um, (laughs) on mute like an idiot. Um, I was going to say no because um, you wanted Hidden Gems from Activision and I was just going to say Spyro. Um, Yes. So come back to me about Activision's repertoire and I'll quickly look them up to see if there's any. I don't think there is because I think, like you said, they've pretty much done everything that was very successful. Yeah. Yeah it's tricky it, i think really what what they've got in them is is putting them putting them back on the like map with the games that are like very well loved um right give me a sec go to someone else
0: okay uh josh anything from like the the deep annals of Activision history that you'd like to see return
1: uh, uh another adap- adaptation of the hit panel show the weakest link. I want that back.
0: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <Hell> Amazing, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> uh,
1: no, on a more serious note, I think there's only one answer in on my mind that I would love to see another one, and for it to be done well is Guitar Hero. Um, yes, I think that's on everyone's. car. can you imagine that? Game, like Phil Spencer just announces, yeah, all the, game, all the guitar heroes are now on Game Pass, so if you've got your old controller, have that. Um, I don't know if I've got... I think I've got my live controller still, which doesn't count. But... Or they just release a new batch of guitars, that would be awesome. And then they'd be like, yeah, it's all on Game Pass, you can play all the ones that we had. Um, That's definitely the main one. I know that they definitely published some spot, some um, Simpson games as well.
0: Yeah, and um, Hit and Run and um, all that I think is actually yeah. So.
1: yeah, like Simpsons Wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see more of that. Um, I think everyone loves Hit and Run. It's like the classic uh, PS2 game, in my opinion. Um, and Tenchu or True Crimes either one i've i'm just got a whole list now that's just like coming back to me true crime another one of that i mean i know it's now i know it turned into sleeping dogs and now sleeping dogs lie um but yeah I, there was there was just an era in like the 2000s where activision games just were coming out like agony nauseum. there was just so many like mainly ip titles which is Probably, I mean, a lot of it is like, maybe like PS2, Xbox era, so I don't know if we get a lot, you know, like old Tony Hawk's games, like, would mm-hmm. we see that on past and stuff like that? Um, but yeah, those are, those are my answers. I think my main series answer is bring back Guitar Hero.
0: That would be very interesting. It'd be interesting to see how Guitar Hero goes down in this, uh, in this gen of the world of Beat Saber. That kinda of does what guitar hero does, but does it with lightsabers. So it's almost as if kind of like, well that's that's kind of about as good as a guess, isn't it, surely? But uh well yeah. You've just we'll like
1: you've unlocked my brain of being like, why haven't they done a VR guitar hero yet? And it's not Rocksmith where you have to like properly bell up play guitar, but no actually like a VR guitar hero. That would well, be the... insane.
0: Well that's what guitar hero life should have been, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been I a know, proper VR think... game where you're on stage, you got a crown in front of you, you got a band behind you.
1: Yeah. And and you know what an I respect game. the I respect the control scheme. You know, the three up, three down. It felt yeah. more like when you were doing chords that you were really pulling off chords. Um mm. oh well we now we're just talking silly guitar stuff, but yeah. <laughs> but guitar here in VR. Let's bring it.
0: Do it. Do it. Uh Miles. Look at that.
2: Hello there. Uh, I just want a second, third, fourth, whatever, uh, Guitar Hero. Uh, I really love Guitar Hero life. Um, also, I'm surprised you didn't mention Prototype, Josh, because that was an old Activision-owned one, and I want more Prototype in my life, because Prototypes 1 and 2 were amazing and deserve more love than they got at the time. Um, that would be a big one for me, and I, I wouldn't even care if they were like, we're just going to remake Prototype 1, and we're just going to make it gloriously violent and gory, and I'd be like, yeah, I want that. Like I could desperately want that. <laughs> um, obviously I'd like a continuation of the series itself. Um, there's there's just something about like that world. And although the characters were like really dark and gloomy and miserable, there's just something really interesting about the concept of it. Um, and even Alex Mercer with all his kind of emo energy just was kind of cool in his own weird way. Um, But the powers were really creative. And I think like Josh said, Activision at that time, were just on the spree of creating like really kind of creatively interesting games just to run around and enjoy. Um, And Prototype was for me kind of at the peak of that. And I think that Platinum is still one of my rarest ones. I think it's like a 0.3 or something. And it took me a hell of a long time to do it. And I think I just enjoyed every minute of playing it because the gameplay itself was so much fun. Minus the stealth. The stealth section sucked. But other than that, just getting like crazy, ridiculous powers and just going to town on New York City. Like, it's just prime. It's prime video game enjoyment. I want more (laughs) of it. So yeah, Prototype's definitely my pick. Okay, cool.
0: No one's mentioned Vigilante 8. Is uh, am I showing my age now? I was about to make a Taylor Swift reference, and I thought I better not. Vigilante Eight <laughs> was a cracking racer on the Dreamcast slash N sixty four slash Xbox, I think. Um, it's like early two thousands Activision days, and it was absolutely badass. And uh, they released oh. a sequel called Second Defense, which was even better. And. uh yeah, it was a Luxury of, of game, and it was just awesome. So I want that back, to be honest. But I remember Activision they they went on a, a spree of like great Spider-Man games in like mm-hmm. um you know the uh, the early the sort of early to mid two thousands. I'm just looking at them now it's like Web of Shadows and Ultimate Alliance, and they just go on and on. And like you're right, just the licenses that they got in the early two thousands, basically everything. Yes, Shrek. Barbie, Monsters vs. Aliens, Transformers, Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda. It's just, it's pretty endless. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they pretty much had every sort
1: of licensed IP. Like, if there was a movie that was an IP, they probably did the game for it. Or, you know, published the game for it.
0: Um, I think what 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 this does show more than anything is how... How... Kind of mad they were about then, and how different they are now? Yeah, because they've 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 narrowed their output down to what two or three IPs, you know. And mm-hmm. now it's like back then. I mean, I don't know how they released so many games. Yeah, so many it's, games. Like, it's like what are we? What
1: are players actually going to get on Game Pass that is not a logistical nightmare because of
0: you know where where is the license for it? Mm. Yeah, I don't see over the hedge coming back. That's Probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, true crime, yeah. in New York City might happen, you never know. Yeah, yeah, gun. Oh my god, gun, fuck me, this is crazy. Um, yeah, have to be a vigilante, eight, but yeah, their, their Simpsons output was amazing. Um, I think Tony Hawk Ride is probably left, uh, best left back in the annals of history. Did anyone play that?
1: Uh no. Um uh, I was actually, at that point I was actually on a skateboard going out and doing that. So <laughs> to see the to see that controller, I was just like, no way. That's not
0: gonna work. I'll snap it. Um so yeah, never played it. Yeah, fair. Um Cap, have you have you found an answer yet?
3: Um I probably second the Simpsons stuff. Um there was something about Shrek as well at one point. Um, so that was pretty cool. I would like to see a Shrek. I think actually, because of the the cult following that Shrek has, I think that would do really well if that yeah. was like released today on PS5. Um Yeah, I think Guitar Hero is a shout. Yeah, probably probably that I wouldn't be surprised if they do like a Candy Crush console version. Like a big Candy Crush game. Um, just yeah. because they own um Oh, what's okay. it called? Candy King, that's it. I was gonna call it Candy King, but yeah, they got their own king, so I wouldn't be surprised if they like, I don't know, mixed up with them. But yeah, I'd like to see something Simpsons Z or Shreky. <clears throat> spiral four. Sparo 4, four, spiral four, spiral four, although oh I just I'm so sad about the fact that I'll never play Spiral on the PlayStation again. That honestly yeah. pains me. That actually pains hard. me to a to a like really wounded degree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, DJ Hero. Remember DJ Hero? Oh,
3: oh my yeah. god. Go.
0: Good times. I remember buying that from Blockbuster Video. Good times. He <laughs> was like, you're, you're the only person that's bought that today. I was like, yes, I have a legend. I think I may have been the only person that ever bought it. But um yeah, oh my god. It just it just goes on and on and on. Um yeah, it's unlikely we'll see all of these, but Skylanders, you want to see that back, anyone? Yeah, it's cool with the figures. How does that work? Well, Yeah, yeah it was an odd one, that, wasn't it? This is it. Uh, oh, Singularity. That was a great game.
2: Oh, that game was great.
0: Yeah. That that yeah. needs... Uh, what, is it, what, do you reckon
2: it would even work? Do, do anyone care now, do you reckon? I don't know. It was
0: underappreciated know. then. Imagine how underappreciated it would be now. I think Cat's on something with Shrek. I think the cult following of Shrek, even to this day, is unreal. Um. Yeah. Why they haven't released a fifth movie of Shrek? I have no idea. Because that would do gangbusters in the cinema right now. Um. I think they went down. Um. I think the minions kind of took over, didn't they? Really, from the uh, the kind of Shrek IP yeah. and minions sort of took it and ran. But yeah, a new Shrek game would do massive numbers. All right then. Like, well, there's that's there's, there's fucking loads to so. say. Yeah. from us saying, oh, there's not many going to actually Wikipedia and going, oh shit. There's actually tons. Um Blur. Remember Blur? Blur was awesome. Didn't sell as well as it ever did, or ever should have. But uh that was that a great racer, game. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a racer. It was great. Yeah. It came around the same time as like Juiced. Remember Juiced?
1: Yeah, I I I vaguely do that just all these really bright colored um box arts. <laughs> on racing games
0: yeah pretty much it was what it, they were you know they were trying to you know they had that need for speed they were trying to come out with that and they had like blur and then juice and then all sorts of different ones um but yeah. none of them really hit the yeah, the height of need for speed did. um but anyway yeah there are loads so we'll see what microsoft deep over the next few years with all these ridiculous IPs that activision have left behind all right then let's get to recommendations just so we find something throughout the week that we think we should share with you our loyal listener whether it be a movie a game a tv show a comic book a coaster or a remote control. Who knows what it could be? Uh, Josh, you want to kick us off? Oh, I have honestly done nothing else but
1: Spider-Man 2, apart <laughs> from take my own recommendation into consideration last week and actually watch the whole series of The Fall of the House of Usher. Um. So let's do... Uh, a two week unprecedented thing where I recommend the same thing for the second week. I mean, Yogg always recommends Warhammer. So I'm going (laughs) to recommend (laughs) the Mike Flanagan joint again and just have a little bit more context because now I've seen it. Um, And yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's not my favorite. It might be kind of like in the top two or three uh, next to the Haunting of Hill House and uh, Midnight Mass being number one by far. Um, I think you were absolutely bang on when you said Succession meets Haunting of Hill House, because it, it's pretty much exactly that. Um, and I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was, even though it's absolutely dark and uh, shouldn't be funny at all. The characters themselves and the characterizations and kind of just their disdain for each other as a family um is just hilarious to watch um so essentially what it is is the family of usher is a pharmaceutical uh they're like yeah the, the usher is the owner of a pharmaceutical company that has come up with a drug that is um kind of like your oxycontin so it's like the it's a painkiller that has like ruined millions of lives basically because it's supposedly not addictive but if you get off it then it's the hardest thing to get off anyway um so yeah this is the family and uh now they're sort of dying and you don't know why um and the head of the family is kind of at the circ- at, at, in the middle of all of this going on all of these deaths going on around him um and it's just all um kind of a slow burn of kind of getting closer to what what's going down and why this is happening um in a very poignant and thought-provoking way that also uses multiple if not almost entirely all of Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe's work in whether it's his poems his short story um short stories should i say and the only ever full length book that he ever that he ever wrote um as kind of like a backdrop to the characters or to the themes or um easter eggs in such a way that it elevates the 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 more you know about Edgar Allan Poe the more it elevates the experience for you um there were certain passages throughout the show that were just straight up the whole poem line for line spoken to another character um and Yeah, it deals with death and loss and pride and um, all all the other sort of kind of uh, horror elements that you kind of associate with uh, old literature in a very romantic way, Um, but it is bleak. Um, And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, The cast are, again, insane. You've pretty much seen them in every other thing that, uh, Mike Flanagan's put out, um, and yeah, they're top notch in this as well. Uh, so I thoroughly recommend uh, the Fall of the House of Usher for the second time in a row.
0: I like that. I like that. You know, you you recommended it before you saw it, and now you've seen it. You reviewed it. Recommend still. I love that. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely nailed. Miles, um, what could you be possibly recommending this week? Well, funnily
2: enough, Roscoe, it's uh, the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume One. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we've already kind of spoken about it at length now, so it's kind of redundant at the stage, but I recommend it on the basis of the games themselves are just amazing, and replaying them again. They're actually... last time I played them was probably around 10 years ago when I was at uni, and they're (laughs) they're harder than I remember. Uh, The muscle memory's still there. I still know everything to do, the order to do them, how to do it all. But MGS3 especially is kind of difficult (laughs) um because it takes away all the kind of um features that you come to like depend on um all the crutches that you use um so actually thinking about we had a conversation a few weeks ago about which one to start with and i'm actually not sure because if you start with one you get all the crutches but you have to deal with tank controls and stun locking animations which are quite annoying um but if you start with three you have no mini map by default and you've got no like sonar to help you kind of figure out enemy locations or detection radiuses um and you have to manage camo um so yeah it's just interesting replaying them again from a different perspective and with that memory in mind but also it's interesting that games back then were more difficult through their design whereas games now are a lot more handholdy um so, yeah, I'm just going to recommend them because I think the games themselves are great. And for the price that they're all at, I think it's well worth it. So, yeah, check them out.
0: Interesting that you recommend Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, funny that. <laughs> who knew? Yeah, it's a it... weird time we live in. It's crazy in a week where we're all loving Spider Man. You've got Metal Gear Solid and I've got Sonic as well. Honestly. It's just a week. So... <laughs> what what a, week. a week. What oh, a week.
2: What
3: a
0: month. What a year. Honestly, Not... gaming has given us a treat this year. Honestly, not even talking about Switch. Mario Wonder is doing massive numbers. Yeah, big um, game. 94 on Metacritic. My God. That's wild. Congratulations to uh, all you Switch players out there for having Mario Wonder this week as well. Woo. Video games, eh? Video, Video games. games. Video games. Video games. Video games. Kat, uh, what's your recommendation this week? Um, uh,
3: I'm going to recommend a food because I can't stop fucking thinking about them. Um, so Josh and his wife were very, very, very kind to me and Miles, and they got us a really wonderful um, kind of housewarming, like, not bassinet, I was going to say bassinet. That's very fucking bougie, isn't it? Um, just like a really nice, like, little hampery, kind of like lots of little bits, like really, really thoughtful stuff. Like, Like, for example... I have the very sought-after Taylor Swift era's tour bucket from the cinema. Wow.
0: Like, they, that
3: shit is going for 50 quid, like... Um, is it, it really? Yeah, and again, like, resold for 50 <sighs> quid. Yeah, yeah. So, very, very, very happy with that. And what's really funny is that, like, the weekend that um, Josh and Miles were going to EGX, they... um that's when the tour came out that's when the movie released and I was like oh mm. I can't even ask Josh to like I'll pay him like I'll go and get him and then it was like in this little gift basket already which was so sweet yeah he didn't had no idea about it but like that I would want that obviously he knew I'd want it but like I didn't already speak to buy it because I was like well he's not working so there's no point um so it was really kind but there, there was something in the basket which were the bold axe, um TikTok noodles. So like Steph doesn't get them from TikTok. Um, she gets them from I'm um, I think like like Chinatown, I think they were saying they've got Chinatown nearby. And they're like the viral TikTok ramen noodles. And I thought they were like a big old, like, I don't know, like some sort of scam. Because pretty much everything that I've bought on TikTok has been a little bit of a scam. Like I bought the purple toothpaste that was everywhere. It's not made any difference. And it's really runny. And in the like adverts, it looks really thick. Um, these these ramen noodles fucking slap Can't stop fucking thinking about them. I've had two this week. I don't know how to get my hands on more. As soon as I get paid, they're coming in. And it's the pink ones. So they're technically carbonara flavour. They don't taste like carbonara, though. They're so spicy. So if your spice tolerance is um, high, uh, sorry, low, then maybe don't add in the little sachet of spice. You can add, like, people do, like, varying degrees. There's like a spice sachet a um, flavour sachet and then the noodles and people like can can I guess put in as much or as little spice as they want i just go full ham and put the whole sauce packet in <laughs> a, little bit of, so, a little bit of cheese on top and honestly have the time of my life they're so squelchy and I know that's a horrible way to like um, describe noodles or ramen but there's just such a good mouthfeel with it and it's so spicy and they're so tasty so yeah get the Boldak noodles, they're on TikTok all you need to search is like tiktok ramen um and then it's the pink packet they absolutely slap we'll be buying about 10 packets when i get paid on saturday so that's my recommendation Wowzers! yeah can't stop thinking about them
0: tiktok that's noodles good.
3: yeah i call them tiktok they're not the tiktok noodles but they they became viral on tiktok okay. as soon as i saw them i was like oh, i've always wanted to try these Okay. <laughs> And okay, as well, Steph gave me two and I fully ate them both. I'm imagining that one was for Lars and one was for me. Nah, fuck him. He's not there. He's not here, is he?
0: <laughs> you <laughs> so missed out, Miles. Sorry, boss. Yeah, sorry, Honestly, <laughs> honestly. Um, uh, Miles, Miles, this is the life you chose, brother. This is the yeah. life you chose. It is, it yeah. is, Roscoe. If <laughs> you lose, you lose.
2: It's fine. I'll just order loads in and I'll just keep them all to myself.
0: Joey doesn't <laughs> share food. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's my recommendation? Again, I'm 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 with Josh. I haven't done anything but work and play Spider-Man. So uh I tell you what I can recommend. I can rem I can recommend the Philadelphia Cheese Stack at McDonald's. That thing is a work of art. It's available now temporarily. Um it is a masterpiece of cheese and cheesy goodness. There's like three different types of cheese in this thing, and it's absolutely stunning. Um I had one today. It, the cheese was just cheese. It's pure cheese from beginning to end. Cheddar cheese, typical McDonald's slicey cheese, and then just like grated cheese. I don't know what else cheese. There was another cheese on top. Of it. it was just amazing. Um, so yeah, if you're into your cheese stacks, you can't really go wrong with it. Philadelphia cheese stack at McDonald's right now. It is darn good. Um, I guess that's it really. Yeah, go get a cheese stack and then eat it with noodles, apparently. Combine the two and you'll have a you just have a wonderful meal, ladies and gentlemen. But that is it. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, slash X, you can, at FNGRGNS. We're also on threads, at finger underscore GNS. That's finger underscore GNS on threads. If you want to follow us individually, all of our handles are in the description below, except for Miles, of course, he's smart, and not on Twitter, slash X, or threads. If you really like what we do, you want to follow our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcast-setting services, and keep the website nice and shiny. But that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, it is goodbye from Josh Thompson. Goodbye, everyone. It's goodbye from Miles Thompson. Farewell. And it it's goodbye from Kat. See you later. I've been Roscoe. Goodbye, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Thingy Gun Podcast.